It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we gotta go to work. We gotta do right offense. Hey everyone, it's now it's time for the next. It's our Super Bowl preview for NFL and London Way Back Win here with Chapman Maddox. Uh, Hi. How's it going, buddy? Hello. We've got two dogs here. Uh, Chapman's just going to corral his dog as we have two female dogs, two bitches in the house. And I'm not talking about Chapman and I, we're talking about our dogs, Peaches and Dolly. Uh, and so um, we want to send a big heartfelt uh, shout out to our, our man Ryan Cole, who's back in Canada. Deal with family issues. Uh, we're gonna miss you this Super Bowl, Ryan. We love you, and uh, and uh, we know everything's very tough, but uh, everything's gonna be good. Love you, Ryan. Miss you, man. And the Bills, and everything's gonna re re resurgence next year. And uh, yeah, it's all it's Wade and Chapman here for this one. So we're talking Super Bowl Fifty Four. Um, the San Francisco 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs. You know what I like to call this? Three years of uh, nope. another year away from twenty three to eight. <laughs> <laughs> 28 to 3, sorry. I can't even get the thing right. 28 to 3. Yeah. Another, way, wait. Another year Chapman. away. So Chapman is an Atlanta Falcons fan, just for brevity here. Chapman is an Atlanta Falcons fan. 28 to 3 is the meme. It's the uh, <laughs> it's an, it's a thing that happened with you guys that you were down. You were up 28 to 3, and you lost uh, to the Patriots. We showed, yes. But the Patriots are not in it this year. This is a big it's year. It's a great year. This is the one year, so Ryan, at the start of the season, we picked the teams that we thought were going to be in the Super Bowl. I said it was going to be the Patriots uh, would be in the one, and the, and the uh, Saints. So I was, Ryan said the Eagles and the, the Steelers at the start of the season. Now, he hates the fact that I keep bringing this up. Uh, but no one, I don't think anyone had the 49ers at the start of the no, season. Absolutely. You look at the season. I think he had the 49ers going to the playoffs. I think people thought they were going to, they were going to bounce or they were going to be terrible and they were going to have to. I win. think in that division, the Rams, I don't know if a lot of people did, to be honest. I thought that the Rams had a good enough team when, after they choked, but that choking, that choking was like a, a Darth Vader-esque throat hold choke that, that Bill Belichick put on 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 the on the Rams last year. Well, I mean that's that's typically what happens when you lose a Super Bowl. Uh, I will say proudly, even though the Falcons choked away uh, Super Bowl Fifty One the next year, they were one yard away from going back to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, almost beating the Eagles at home, who ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. But yeah, you're right. Uh, it, the the Rams got found out. Uh, Golf obviously had his up and down. Todd Gurley being a shell of himself in some ways, uh -huh. you know. Um, I will say this, though, going back to your predictions, I did have Kansas City going to the Super Bowl this did year. Did you? Uh, and I actually had Green Bay going oh, to the Super Bowl. I, okay. I, I felt like uh, Rodgers going one more time, but I don't think we're ever going to see Rodgers back in the I, Super Bowl. Sorry, our friend Andre. I think, you know, for, for Andre, I think when we look at those four teams that made it to the Final Four, they were the great pretenders of it all. You oh, know, like, 100%. It should have been the Saints in that game. Yeah. I mean, 100%. when you look at that game, it was a beatdown. And, you know, we'll get into this later, but it's one of those things where, you know, San Francisco, to me, has not had to try in a lot of games. It's like, we'll just run the ball. And that's all they did against did you? Them. Did you watch the regular season game of the Saints, or the uh, 49ers in New Orleans? Yeah, the it, one where Jimmy Garoppolo had threw for 359 yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah. And was one of his best passing games where people say Jimmy Garoppolo can't pass. Yeah, but game. he torched that team. Yeah, uh, and he game. hasn't had to pass since then. Yes, yeah. that will be part of my Super Bowl prediction. Oh, here we go. As Sorry, I didn't tell, want to. I have no spoilers. Yeah, as you can tell, I'm sort of I'm leaning towards a thing. Yeah. So Chapman are going to go through the season. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you're looking at Atlanta uh, Falcons fan, and um, mm -hmm. look at the way your season went. How you thought it was oh, going to wow. start. How you thought. This. 
No, but I mean, like, look at you. Look at still at Julio Jones. He's number two, right, in the league, still in receiving. Yeah. When you have it, still a number one, two receiver, Matt Ryan, still putting up good yards. Matt Ryan is a really, really good quarterback. Uh, unfortunately, he's never had a very, very good defense. Um, yeah, I mean, look, we we just started off terribly, and I I, I don't know. I mean, I I'm very have mixed emotions. I mean, I think it is better to keep stability. I think Dan Quinn can be a good head coach. I think the biggest thing for us is. Um, is it what's the identity of our team now? Yeah. I mean, I think we've got a few more good years with Matt uh, and obviously Julio and, and the, that team. Uh, I don't know if Dirk Cotter is going to get the best out of them, an offensive coordinator, but uh, I really like Raheem Morris, who's now going to be the defensive coordinator. I think he he's obviously was a head coach in Tampa Bay for mm-hmm. a brief stint, but he is. Uh, for those of you following, he's he's actually was started off as the wide receivers coach at the beginning of this year, and then became the DBs coach, and then it ultimately took over our defense, which. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but we beat San Francisco at home this yeah, year. We beat the Saints at home this year. We beat four playoff teams this year uh, when we did start actually winning games. So, yeah, I don't want to get too optimistic about 2020 yeah. just yet. I think we've got a really exciting game to talk about today, so let's move on. No, I know, but it, you, you guys <laughs> did deliver some whoop-ass to so some teams that didn't think it was coming. Right. And I don't want to blame the, Kami- the Canadian in your team, Dimitrov, Um his, his family's from Guelph, Ontario. Really? Right? I didn't yeah, know. I forgot Guelph. he's Canadian. So his dad was the University of Guelph head coach yeah. in Canada. And then, because I only knew him from my, my father, Harvey McQueen, who then knew his dad, because his dad was the head coach of Guelph and coached college football. And his really? dad, and then his son, who's now your GM, yeah. is learned in Canadian football. And his dad was like a big icon in Canadian football. And that's yeah. also one of the things... Uh, for for Atlanta. I, I mean, look, uh, I can say this. I, I don't hate Thomas Adderfalt. I don't think he should ever be allowed to um, draft a defensive lineman for the right. rest of his career. But he did pick Matt Ryan when the majority of us uh, Falcons, the year after yeah. the whole debacle with Mike Vick. And honestly, if we didn't have Matt Ryan, we wouldn't have the last 12 years of stability. Sure. And, you know, we've got five, half of those years of playoff appearances, yeah. or five, five to six of those years. We've gotten the two NFC championships and one Super Bowl under Matt Ryan. I mean, for a, for a franchise that just, you know, every 10 years had one good year, you know, yeah. it's been great. So It's, it's difficult because I do like the Falcons. I do like the way you guys have played. And it's just, it's a frustrating thing. And you look at certain teams, obviously, you know, as a Bears fan, when I look at it and we go, okay, yeah, we could have had Mahomes. We could have had different guys. Um, but they went with Trubisky and you've got all these d- different pieces. You play with what you have and you go, oh my God, if we only and we could and do this. Of course, and, of course. And people make it. And I mean, the fact that San Francisco has gotten themselves here off of a team that we Three saw. years. Of, oh my gosh. When you look at the records that they had from years going past and the way that they're here and the play and... And the way that they've done it on a solid defense, which obviously as a Bears fan, I'd love right. it to see right. it. And and then the offense of, you know, offense, sh- offense, <laughs> shocking it out uh, to having some of the having some of the great wide receivers being able to have some speedsters. Then using their injuries, is everything all right? You want to move the microphone? You Thank you. No problem. I'll move it to chat. I'm a little closer. I talk a little louder. Um, but, um, yeah. So when we when we've got the Kansas City Chiefs here, so we're talking the San Francisco 49ers who are 15 and three. The Kansas City Chiefs, 14-4. We're talking a 54.5-point over-under. One of the largest you know, over-unders we've seen in a long time in the Super Bowl. And the point spread is, is varied. So, um, different. Las Vegas started with one-point favorites for Kansas City, one-and-a-half. There are certain spread books that have five-and-a-half now for Kansas City. Um, it's surprising to me, I mean, not surprising, obviously the way that Kansas City scores points. 
Um, you know, the, the way they've averaged the amount of points going through the season. How do you feel about the spread? How do you feel about the, this, that the, the Chiefs giving one point or, or even a five point? I mean, I think it's the right. I mean, from the guys I listen to, um, I, I, you know this about me. I, I, I love NFL gambling. And, and even if I'm not always gambling, I like just thinking about it and hearing about it and hearing professionals. Um, I think a lot of them actually have this game. It's funny. And you were saying before we started today, you were like, I've, you've gone back and forth. Um, a lot of them from their models, you know, every game, yeah. every professional game has a model and they, that's how they end up betting. They have San Francisco at either minus two or minus two yeah. and a half, but they still want to go with San Francisco because their yeah. eyes, you know, a lot of time, your eyes, you've, you've watched these last yeah. two games with Kansas City and not to say that anything that San Francisco hasn't done uh, hasn't been impressive, but, you know, you watch Mahomes you want it? Um, I think the spread is right. I mean, yeah. I think it should be about one, one where it is. It could probably be, go either way. To be really honest with you, um, I think these are the two best teams that we could have probably hoped for, as you said. I mean, yeah. it would have been fun to see ten- Tennessee in there, uh, just yeah. but the, it wouldn't. What it? We got uh, Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you yeah. want to see Mahomes in a Super Bowl, and, yeah. and we got it. I think we, I think we all wanted that last year. We missed it. I mean, the only other team I think I would have loved to see more of is is Baltimore, and they obviously laid a big. A big egg. Um, you know, uh, it's defensive versus offense. I mean, yeah. and that was, uh, I mean, think back, honestly, granted, Kansas City is not the, wasn't statistically the best offense this year. Uh, back to the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl, that was yeah. a defensive versus offensive football game. And, you know, ultimately, defense did win the game. Yes. Uh, all due respect to Tom Brady. But, um, I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, from a betting standpoint, I don't think your best bets are betting the game, like in terms of the teams, like I, you know, money line or the, sure. or the spread. I mean, I have a small wager on just to go ahead and put it out there. Should I put it out? Go ahead. I, I, go I, ahead. Took, I took Kansas City early. I got okay. them. Uh, they're actually they it opened at Pickham, and then that first night there was a there was a half point, and yeah. I got them. I got them at minus a half point. If you can get it before the odds change, yeah. and you can do, you've got a betting company allow you to without saying they're going to change the odds. That's great if you can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's locked in. Like, yeah, we'll change the odds. Yeah. No, it's all locked in. So, and I didn't put a lot on that because yeah. I I think when it's that close, this is yeah, as you said, this is this is an odd Super Bowl in that it, the teams, the Vegas sees these teams so close. So yeah, I think you're. If you want to make money off the Super Bowl, you need to find value in other well, places. Well, obviously, you know, you're not going to take it off the spread right away. But as you said, there's value within it. There's value in the prop bets, value within all the bets that are going on. <clears throat> you talked about defense. And when we look at it, defense wins Super Bowls in general. You know, unless you've got a quarterback, most of the times the, quarter, the defense will shut down the quarterback. We look at the ways that um, the Patriots were shut down by the New York Giants. We look at other ways that even the last year where the Patriots defense essentially shut down the LA Rams. That's all he that's that, that to me was the turning point. When everyone's surprised by the Patriots defense this season going, Oh, where did they come from? Where did they come from? They played in that Super Bowl. That's where they came from. Yeah. They obviously brought some other people in, but defense plays in it. And if you look wholly at the 49ers defense playing this, the difference is is that any of these quarterbacks that we talk about have never been Patrick Mahomes. They've right. never been a scrambling quarterback. They've never been a guy who can gash 100 yards on you. Right. So that's a different factor because, you know, when you know you're playing Tom Brady, you know he's not going to run. You know he's not going to get more than 15 yards. Mahomes can take off. So right. that's a really interesting factor when it comes. How do you think about that? Well, I don't even think – I think that's the thing that people think, but it's not even Mahomes' legs. It's his ability to – you know, get out of the pocket and then make a, you know, back 
Footed throw across the other side of his body yeah. to hit somebody. That's more what is college amazing. stuff. That yeah, you it's what Rogers. Yeah. yeah, it's what Rogers used to do about th- yeah. like maybe post even post his. I think his best days were actually post the Super Bowl. But it's it's throws that you shouldn't be able to make yeah. when you're being chased and they're pinpoint accurate where only his receivers can get them, and then they're open for another however many yeah. yards and all that stuff. Plus the other thing that you're not. Considering too, it's not it's not just Patrick Mahomes. It is yeah. Andy Reid. It is Pat, uh, Bien-Ami, who's the offensive coordinator. But it's also he's got burners, dude. Yeah, he's got burners as wide receivers and, we- and, we- and weapons. He's Tyree got Hill, the best man. Yeah, yeah, he's got arguably the best tight best tight end on in uh, in football next to the one that's on the other side of the that's uh, great tight end match. We'll yeah. get into. We'll talk yeah. about the tight end match. I mean, Kelsey, it's so. When you have a quarterback that literally can get the ball to the right place, no matter what's happening yeah. around him, that is invaluable. Yes, you could. That run from last week was or two weeks ago was incredible. Like yeah. twenty seven, like where three dudes missed him. People just he can't be tackled. That yeah. that he's not elusive like Lamar. Because like Lamar to me, I watch him and I I get flashbacks of Michael yeah. Vick. Whereas Mahomes is like he's a big he's he's a little bit uh, Roethlisberger yeah. but like. More fit than yeah. like guys. He's like he's like a Cam Newton, but not as big too. I, I don't know. Anyway, because he's he's but he's got those he's got those yeah. elusive skills. I don't know. Um, I think it's interesting you mentioned that because the the one of the big bets that I think uh, not bet but one of the prop bets that people keep bringing up is his uh, yardage. Yeah, his, his run yardage. I think it's at twenty nine for game for the game. Yeah, his yeah. rush yardage, and a lot of people um, a lot of people just. Uh, are saying to go under on that. They, yeah. they, that they don't think he's going to do a lot of running. He's going to do a lot of getting out of the pocket and hitting so I, you know, hitting people in the flats and stuff. Yeah, so. it's going to depend on the fourth quarter. I mean, let's not forget. Let's remember that Patrick Mahomes, within a year, I remember when his knee basically spun around when he got hit. Dude comes back from your knee spinning around. Let's think about this on our own bodies. Your knee spins. If that did to me... Dude, my trauma, the therapy I would need for you, then my knee, and I went to walk, and it's the other way. That would freak me out, and he's back doing it. So it's really tenacity for him in, in, in the way that he plays, um, but he also does, and we have to remember, here's the thing about Kansas City, what he gets into, he does these lovely cross-the-body plays. He does a lot of these play, passes that he throws that you're like, oh, you shouldn't get away with that. You shouldn't get away with that. When you play against the number one defense, you, you will not get away with it. Right. He does a lot of kind of college-esque plays. And the other thing we have to look at a lot of it, you know, I, I, I love the Titans for this reason. The Titans basically were like a, a cinder block yeah. in the way. You know, they that stopped the number one team. They stopped the, the Ravens. They stopped Lamar Jackson. They stopped them with the running game. They stopped it. And Kansas City beat them by just doing what they do. Like, hey, here's what we do. This is what we do. But Tennessee employed, like, they basically were going to knock out the big guy. And that's what they did. Because literally, if, if, if Baltimore would have kept going, they would have been run over everyone. But Tennessee hit them in the jaw and knocked them down. It was like just a thunder punch to the Hulk's face. Well, I mean, what, what Derrick Henry did, those two games were just unbelievable. 180-some plus yards. Both but it goes to coaching, games. I think, that the Baltimore should have looked at and gone, you got to prepare for this David and Goliath match. Is, is what, what is David going to do? Yeah, but they were And, and we got to prepare for whatever David does. And that made it interesting because had Baltimore gone through, and this was, a, say, uh, you know, 
Baltimore in this game, it would be a different game, you know, because the options. I would love San Francisco if it was the Baltimore. San Francisco. I, I would really – I. I mean, I think the X factor is Mahomes. So let's break down some of the factors. Some of the, sure. the factors here. Let's talk quarterback, quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, Patrick Mahomes. Um, Jimmy G hasn't thrown lately. Patrick Mahomes throws a lot, but he also has to come from behind. Um, how do we look at these two guys? Who, who do you like in this? Um, well, I mean, I think it's obvious the better quarterback is Mahomes. Um, mm-hmm. oh, and no, that's not a disrespect to Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I think it's because Mahomes is arguably the best player yeah. in the NFL. I'm sorry. Like, no, he's don't amazing. apologize. So, I mean, um, stats uh, speak for yeah, it. He's exactly. a, fuck, he's he's, a great he's quarterback. Um, I also part. think it's a perfect marriage of, I mean, Andy Reid has been an innovator in offense in yeah. the NFL for, for decades. I remember we played them We played them in the NFC Championship game the year that the Eagles went to the Super Bowl uh, and eventually lost to the Patriots. Um, and Andy, I've always liked Andy Reid. I'm, I'm an old football wow. guy who loves I am the I, walrus. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I am the walrus. Um, I, and I think that's the, I think, but, you know, then we go back on the other side and I have experience with Kyle Shanahan. He is a, he is a genius as well. He comes from a family yeah. of, I mean, obviously his dad winning two Super Bowls, uh, one against the, um, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Uh, um, he also dresses oh, yeah. like a rapper. He's like got that hat on. Dude, that like, hat is cool. Holy kids, dude, I, dude, I love, I love his minimalist style. Yeah. He's got that. Like, I love it too. Little small 49ers. Aging mine in aging. Where man. does he get that gear? I want aging that. Aging man still playing it like street boys. I love it. That's one of the reasons I love him. Um, I think. I think. I. I think this is the. The. You know. I think this. I really do hope. It, I don't think it's going to be, but my, my hope would be this is an offensive ma- battle that would be really sure. fun for us to watch. We, we all, you know, people like points. Um, getting back to your question, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. I don't know if he's an, a great quarterback. Uh, it's yet to be seen. Um, I think the fact that Bill Belichick thought that he could be the heir apparent to Tom Brady in, in, yeah. in a very obviously real way, if you read anything about all that's all that went down. Oh yeah. Um, I think he has a lot of potential. Can he live up to that in this game? I don't know. I don't know if he's going to have to. To be really honest with you, he's going to just have to be good, and yeah. he might win them the game. Um, Mahomes, Mahomes to win has to be yeah. has to be his best. And so we look at it. I mean, we look and I go back to the Mahomes thing. And obviously, when you talk about, I agree with you that Mahomes is the better of the quarterbacks. And Mahomes, but Mahomes also we look at that Houston Texans game when you're down and you and you know you're gonna come back from four score and seven more. Um, it's that I can't. I don't know America, but four score and yeah, whatever. Yeah. Four <laughs> score and seven years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah scores right. go. But that's basically what they had to do: four scores and get back. And that to me is a troubling thing. Is that in Kansas City they they've had to come back from these games and like they've gotten down like oh okay guys and you know Ryan and I were confident that day that they did come back. You can't go down. You can't go down to San Francisco. You know it's one thing to go down to because the they Houston. can run the ball. You go to the Houston Texans. It's fine. They don't have anything. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is good on that, but you know the defense of San Francisco is going to negate him to certain degrees. Let's move on to the running game. We talk about different running games, and I don't even really know who the running backs. You're talking about some of the running backs. You've got the Chiefs. They've gone through so many guys. You've got a triad of three guys uh, for San Francisco. You've got Mostert, who's going well, Breda, Coleman. Who um, may or may not play. Right. But Mostert, who, look, would, if, you were, if you were doing a running back draft at the start of 2019, if anyone said Raheem Mostert, you'd be like, oh, if, there's, if he's left... You know, at the end. Yeah. You know, like we, the guys we chose didn't work out. 
But, yeah, you know, it, they're going to focus on him. If not, I think San Francisco has got a really unique way of running the ball. That they've got Breda, who's actually quite a big dude, who can actually bang in. Coleman as well, who's fast. But they're all, they can all run under 4-3. They're very fast dudes. Yes. The fact is, if these guys get going, Kansas City can't cover that. D Ford is fast. Right. The running game. Now we look at the Kansas City running game. San Francisco shuts down the run quicker than anyone. Right. There'd be no running game, I don't think, going on from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Because I, I'm just looking at the running game from an offense and a defensive position. Kansas City's running game versus San Francisco's running game. I'm going to rate San Fran's better, but I'm also going to rate San Fran's running D better. Right. Um, I can speak more to San Francisco than than Kansas City. Unfortunately, I haven't watched as much Kansas City this year as I can. But I would say from, uh, obviously from my experience with Kyle Shanahan as the offensive coordinator for Atlanta, he has such a unique way of creating holes for, for big running backs, for small running backs, uh, obviously, Coleman came over to San Fran after being in Atlanta for five years. And uh, hold on one second, we've got some dogs going. It's okay. The dogs are making their own predictions. The dogs are making their own predictions. It's all good. We're continuing on here with just a little bit of a break there. Our dogs you, killed. Our, they killed a fox. That it, was amazing. It was crazy. What a fox hunting going on. What an on. adventure. It was an amazing thing that was going on with the fox hunting. So uh, yeah, it's all good. Oh, oh, yeah. It's, uh, so we're going to talk about the running game. Uh, we're talking the running games of the, uh, the, the 49ers and versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs don't really have a running game as per se. You know, so how's it going to be with that front four of San Francisco who are just dominating when it comes down to it? You know, it's just absolutely devastating when it comes down to... What you, can't, you can't just throw the ball the whole game. So, no. I mean, Andy, Andy Reid and, and me have a... Um, have a challenge. They've yeah. got to figure out how they, to, because as you said, look, I think, I, I mean, I'm no genius and I'm definitely not uh, an NFL uh, head coach or offensive coordinator, but well, you could be, but, but I could be uh, in my head. Yeah. And, um, but Sanford, I mean, they've all but said that the run game is good. They're going to run the ball until yeah. they, they get stopped and then they'll have to rely on Jimmy G, which goes into some of the prop bets that we'll be talking about later yeah. uh, that I have kind of pinned down to talk about. But, um, yeah, I mean, I have a feeling San Francisco is going to be able to run the ball and, and do some really creative things. Um, but, you know, I also wouldn't be surprised if he flips the switch because Kyle is a creative sure. guy and just yeah. comes out bombing. We see Jimmy G hasn't thrown. Like, yeah. we don't that's – what's that's that's this whole Super Bowl. Like, it, I, nobody – knows. like, everyone I've talked to, nobody's like, ah, yeah. this is it, this is it. Like, There's no definitiveness. And yeah. I think that's also part of it when you're talking with it, you know, like – to me, the last few games is they ran the running game because it worked. They didn't have to do anything. Well, they played the Packers. I mean, they like, didn't yeah. have to do anything. And yeah. I mean, like, George Kittle, let's not forget George Kittle is a beast. He is. And we're talking about both Kelsey, Kelsey and Biddle, and we'll get into both of them in the tight end combination. But they haven't had to they haven't had to do anything but run the ball. So it's going to be it's up to Kansas City. It's basically like San Francisco has all the options. Like, yeah, we can chuck the ball, but stop the run. Stop the run of their O-line. And that's going to be a very difficult thing that goes on. Let's move on to the wide receivers. And we talk about wide receivers. San Francisco has utilized quite a healthy, you know, a trio of, of wide receivers. Obviously, the Chiefs have got great wide receivers. And Burners. And, and a Cheetah. Um, so when you look at it, obviously, in terms of speed and, and technicians of the game, yes, the Chiefs would have the advantage. But let's not forget the 49ers have a great amount of wide receivers as well. 
So in terms of this, it's I would give a little bit of the edge to the Chiefs, but the 49ers... 100%. But the 49ers have got some great receivers and great speed that they've had as well all season. And the injuries have actually you know, lamented their team as well. So that's something you're going to look for. Right. Um, what do you think? You're on your phone. Are you looking for stuff? Uh, I was I was looking for I was looking for something I want to talk about later. Okay. So um, I I really think sorry. Uh, I I mean I think the edge is definitely on the on the um, chief side for that. Yeah. I mean I, I I mean come on like you you can't you I, no again no disrespect to uh, to San Francisco but I mean I think the skill players on the chief side. It, it, it everything is above except for probably the running back, and then the tight end is just slightly better on the yeah. chief side because obviously um, Kittle is a. Is a I think the real side. issue comes down to also the secondary, right? You look at the secondary for each team and the wide receivers. Oh man, I mean, there's so many good matchups. But the second, so the secondary, the 49ers is we're talking about. It's unparalleled. If you talk, the Chiefs' wide receivers are better, but the 49ers' secondary is better. You know, when you look at Sherman, you look at the rest of that team, they're swatters and knockers, and they're grabbers. Right, they're but I would say, but I, I, here's my, here's the thing I would say. I, you, you and I are roughly a few years apart, like, in terms of age. I'm I think 31, we, so. Sorry, my bad. I'm, okay, I'm much older than you. Yeah. Um, I would say this, like, I think we still, and maybe, I'm going to say, my own bias, I still, I sometimes remember, oh, this is not the 1990s football that I used to watch. Yeah. And it's like, yes, they're they're great, but like ultimately in big games like this, yes, they'll let them play come fourth quarter, but yeah. the game is so skewed towards towards the right receivers. And yes, Sherman Sherman's having a career year uh, at his age, which is crazy. I mean, it's not his best. You keep year, bringing up age. I'm not sure how that works. In uh, Sherman, anyway, but so anyway, yeah. Sherman Sherman's at the tail end of his he career, is, but he's been playing knockout football. Right. And so you look at also the defense, and we'll get into some of the defense. When it comes down to me, it's the wide receivers versus secondary, right? Anytime we're going to talk about an offensive aspect of the game, you got to talk about the defensive aspect that's going to cover it. What do you? So you think? I mean, obviously, you think the San Francisco defensive line unit is better than is slightly better than. So them. when it comes to the front line, yes, I think they're do- defense. They're the is strongest better. piece of their. But team. but also I think that uh, we're going to talk defense now. If we jump into defense, which all right, I'll talk about it quickly then. Um, I think that the defense of the Chiefs has been very vastly improved. Right. Uh, but in terms of in secondary, in terms of the front. Right. Uh, in terms of stopping the run, they haven't faced a team like the 49ers. They're good. They went from 28th to like 8th. But you're, not, you're facing, you know, number 2 and 2, right? You know, you're facing... Uh, I, I would still say... The Saints put up points on them. We put up points on them. Yeah. I, I would say I don't think, you know, if, if Mahomes can get time or get into, like, you yeah. know, a way where he can, he can get out the ball. I think, I think the way you start is you have to get the ball out. Like, yeah. you have to at least give him a couple of seconds and, you know... It is release time. Uh, you know, again, not just it, it's going to be yeah. a battle, but in my in my view, it's not impossible to score points on the 49ers yeah. throwing the ball. Uh, but if they just completely shut down the defense and make Mah- make that team one dimensional, yeah. then you're right. We, I would say also, Tom, when you guys put up points and, and other guys put up points in them, they seem to be at a point where they had just been winning so much they were experimenting at that point. You know, you you get to a point where it's like you're doing so well. It's like let's see what we can do. But you don't get blown. We 
beat the pants. You beat them. Off. You beat the pants them. Yeah, you don't. You don't get beat for for like. Yeah, know. and I think it's D awful. Ford wasn't in that game to be fair. Though, he wasn't. So. No, but also I think that when they when they did do that, it was like, I think they were going into that going. We're just thinking ahead of the next week. Fair we're enough. thinking maybe. And the Falcons. I don't think the I don't think people in the NFL think like that. I think we think like that. But I think we think like that. But also, when you look at the Falcons, or you're looking playing the Falcons, you go, "This is an easy one." We're looking sure, sure. If you're playing the Falcons, who are got a three win record, and you're playing the next team the next week who has an eight win record, you're like, "Ah, oh, who cares?" No, I, I understand. But that. the Falcons played to win because you're playing Matt Ryan sitting in the in the locker room going, "I am not losing like this." You know Julio Jones. You got all these guys going. We're not losing like this. I, I still they think I still have think, a beat down few weeks like that. You'd be surprised. I will say I still think uh, so. The the um, regardless, uh, I will say to to our credit, Minneapolis or who's, Minneapolis. Ever, who's ever said the that? Minneapolis, the Minnesota. <laughs> when the Vikings beat you know beat beat the Saints in the first week of the playoffs, they said yeah. it was because they watched a lot of the, that Falcons tape where we just yeah. blew them out. But, you know, yes, it, it, it is a spot. Sometimes teams look the next week. I do think there was a, a – I do think they played the Rams after a division yeah. game. So, yeah, of course that happens. But but you don't get your pants beat off of you, which we did. So, yeah. You anyway. guys beat the pants on them, but after as a result of it, the 49ers have leveled. They played well. And you know what? To me, they've just been playing with people. They've been playing with them. And it, I'm going to lead into this now because playing with people. And to me, okay, let's talk the tight end matchup. Because, yeah. you know, when we look at it, it's George Kittle versus Travis Kelsey. Pretty much the two best right now that you got going on. Kittle's a beast. Kelsey's a beast. But Kittle hasn't been used lately. And it's scary because he's this untapped little monkey just sitting there. Just sitting there, and you're just like, what's going to happen? Right. Because when Kittle explodes, they haven't had to use him. They haven't had to use him lately. Well, people are double covering him when they've just been using the running game. But if you get single coverage on Kittle, trying to take him down. Well, let's. Who did who did Jimmy G sit behind for, you know, three years or four years, whatever it was, and learn from? Just all bunch. Just, well. Yeah. Jimmy, uh, you don't do this. You want to take the supermodel. You have to put your dick out, buddy. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy G has two Super Bowls and uh, rings. Uh, thanks to Tom Brady and thanks to his time with the Patriots. But uh, who did he get to watch? He got to watch you know, Gronkowski. And let's be honest, like yeah. Tom Brady's second uh, Hall of Fame career does center around having Ron uh, or having Ron. <laughs> yeah. Man. It has been a long day. No, right? it's all right. No, look, Gronk. It, yeah. Having Gronk. And yeah. I think, I mean, Kittle is basically Gronk 2.0. Uh, maybe not quite as indestructible as far as like. But he's, Yeah. But, I mean, you know, if you can have Gronk-like play out of Kittle, which yeah. he's 100% able to do, you know. And I think, I think if, you know, just thinking about this game in terms of what you would want to ask Jimmy yeah. to do. You know, I think that's, you know, he, if you need a big third and six and a pivotal yeah. point in the game, who the fuck are you going to? You're going to Kittle, right? Am I yeah. allowed to say the F word? No, you can say the F word. I mean, look, try not and to. I'm not trying to be even racist here, but Gronk has got that really sort of solid Polish kind of like, you know, you, he, he reminds me of the, the metal guy in the, the, the Marvel movies. Yeah, uh, uh, you know the Deadpool. Oh my God, I forget his name now. Um, oh, um, I know who you're talking. About. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's the X Men. Yes. Yeah, the X Men. It's just I'm drinking. I'm not gonna. Uh, but Kittle to me, he's got this lanky farm boy kind of stuff where you actually reach Gronk when you go to tackle him. Gronk just settles in and he just 
chugs, chugs. Well, well Grog's arms are as big as big, legs. But, but Kittle swarms. He actually, when you look at him, he actually swarms guys away. He throws guys away. He's got this lanky kind of real weird farm guy about him. It's going to be an epic battle, I think, because he's not been used enough. In well, but he, but but to, to your point, I mean, I think obviously possessions in this game are going to really count. Uh, duh. Um, but, you know, when when you get down, I mean, I have all the faith in the world in Patrick Mahomes being yeah. able to convert third downs. I think when if Jimmy G is, or if the 49ers are in a position where they're, it's third and nine, third and right. eight, third and seven, then, yeah, that's where Kittle's going to have to come in to play. Yeah. And, um, and, and really, you know, help, help make this game. So... So I see, here's one of the things that I think about San Francisco, and I'm, I'm going to throw this out here. This is one of my predictions. I think that San Francisco is going to use Kittle in a first sneak play. You know, because oh, everyone has sneak prop plays. Here. So we'll, we can talk about those prop bets, but I think they will use him because they're going to do something where it's like, and it goes to Kittle and gone, you know? Um, um, so we'll go to the prop bets. We'll talk okay. about this. Um, but then let's, uh, we should actually look at it. So defense, we can sort of talk about the defense. Obviously, I think the 49ers, better defense. Uh, absolutely. The Chiefs, the Chiefs have been getting better. Um, the Chiefs are an opportunistic, opportunistic defense, and they've been playing playoff football. They've gotten better through the year, but they're not. They're good. They're been not break. They're all those classic They've gotten cliches. better, and they've learned, but obviously the 49ers and, and the 49ers defense is really harness themselves. Can I ask you a question? Just I mean, no. you, you've done you've done a lot of I mean you obviously broken these teams down in terms of each side of the ball yeah. and, and, and and even within that each unit. Who do you think has the better roster? The 49ers. I would agree. Uh but why why is it hard to pick this game then? It's my home because right? because um the, the the Chiefs have this X factor of Mahomes and Kelsey, and he is like a firecracker. He has this ability that he will go off, and that's what makes the NFL so bloody amazing. You know, like, you want that. You want that ability. Jimmy G, you know, he's going to do something. He's going to do great. He's going to do solid. He'll play within his performance zone. Patrick Mahomes does not play within his performance no. zone. This is going back to his friggin' knee splitting around, you know? Like, this is a guy who overcomes It's hard to bet against somebody who can do anything. Who just, and this is what you want. This is the essence of a sports film. It's the essence of everything sports. Here's my thing. 49ers are a team we've seen before, and again, not disrespectful. Great defense, a really solid unit. They got really smart head coach, blah, blah, blah. But, uh... Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is something we haven't seen before, at least in a long That's the factor that San Francisco has to shut down right away. And if you don't... They're not. They're not going to be able to shut him down. It's how you limit him. Yeah. Or you keep him off the field. Those are your two options, right? Yeah. You're not going to stop him. He's going to score. I I don't know how much he's going to score. It's it's like putting baby in a corner. You know, you can't do that. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. And so, I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. We're, 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 We're doing well. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the prop bets now. Now, first off, before we get to the prop bets, I want your prediction. I want your prediction of the game. Uh, we're going to get the prediction of the game now. Chapman, Chapman is going to give us prediction for Super Bowl Fifty Four, San Francisco Forty Nine ers and Kansas City Chiefs. Chapman chooses the score of. So uh, I I I know a lot of people have gone back and forth in this game. I decided to just stick with my early prediction. I'm going to go with the best quarterback. It's Patrick okay. Mahomes. Uh, I like Kansas City to win this game. Um, I think um, all the all the prognosticators are 
saying this is going to be an under game because of how good the defense is. I will probably say that. Uh, I think it's going to be a three-point game. Okay. And so I'm going to go 24-21 Kansas City. But I will say this about me. Uh, I am never good at guessing scores. I am just good at betting. (laughs) I'm just joking. That's good. Uh, Uh, Yeah. And that's good because Chapman's an accountant. I'm just kidding. Um, I have this the other way. I think it's going to be a tight game. Uh, I actually have this 28-24. Going over. San Francisco uh, 49ers. Uh, no, under. The forty. The over is 54 and a half. It's 40, 54 and a half. Oh, that's right. So it's going to be an under. I have an under game. Um, so let's talk about some of the, 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 the ones that we want to talk about in terms of uh, prop bets and the prop bets so, we want to look at. You look. You, you mentioned trick plays first. Can we talk about that really quick? Sure. Or, was, we'll or did you have somewhere to go first? No, no, no. Uh, look, obviously trick plays happen. They, they happen in most Super Bowl. Everyone, coach is going to do one. And if you have a stat, yeah, a little stat. So in the last ten Super Bowls, there's been uh, the last ten. There's been seven trick. Well, there's been it's seven and three. So there's been seven trick plays in the last 10 Super Bowls. So okay. there's only been three Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. So a good play people were saying was going ahead and taking the over and two and a half, uh, attempts by, uh, two attempts by a player for a pass over two and a half. Okay. So that means, you know, we obviously know both quarterbacks are going to throw a pass. So maybe yeah. Another one. So that's that's a good one. That's a pretty decent bet depending on where, what kind of odds you can So get. we do have a lot of, uh, just to say, we've got a lot of these uh, prop bets. We're working with uh, Bet Regal right now. Bet Regal is amazing. Uh, Love them. Betting, betting company. And we're working on some uh, prop bets. Uh, and so this is one. Obviously, we're always looking for ones. And these kind of ones, great advice. Trick play. I agree with you on this one. I agree. A trick play is going to happen. You're right. And the odds is going to happen. And also because, you know, the, in the playoffs, the, you do this one thing. And it plays off, and it guts the opposition, doesn't it? You know, when you see a play come off, and you're like, you see their team, like, why didn't we stop that? Right. And so, yeah, I agree with you. I think there would be, and, and to me, as I said earlier, I think Kittle for San Fran, if they did a trick play, and I could offset the opposite side of the field, I could see Kelsey being involved for a Kansas City one. All right, so what other, you got another tra- uh, another one you want to share with me? Well, um, I think there's a lot of people, I mean, I, I, well, here's what I would say, just on the macro level. Thinking about, you need to decide how you feel about this game. If you feel like it's going to be a crazy, big, high-scoring game, then that should dictate how you do all your props in terms yeah. of player props and stuff like that. If you think it's the, the game's going under, then you should bet accordingly yeah. because it makes no sense to do both. Um, I have read the value... Um, a lot of people, you know, the Joe Public is betting Mahomes yeah. over Mahomes MVP, the sure. rush yards as you discussed. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the contrarian view, um, a lot of it is doing some of the player versus player props, yeah. um, like the Jimmy G, like who's going to have more um, passing yards, Jimmy yeah. G versus Mahomes. You can find some value there versus and make more money versus betting just Mahomes yeah. over under yards, you know, uh, straight up. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I am like you. I'm going to take the under in this game. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wait till Sunday to take it and see where it falls because it's already jumped like two points. Yeah. However, if you're using, uh, just a heads up, if you're in Vegas, which if you're in Vegas, listen to us. Thank you. Yeah, uh, exactly. Please. Uh, uh, but if you're, if you're doing most offshore, like most yeah. of the UK, London people, um, you should bet early because ba- you should bet by Friday because by yeah. Saturday, Sunday, actually the offshore books will go down. 
that's the trend over the last uh, odds few years. will change exactly. Well, no, but the Vegas odds because of the crowds coming in, they'll yeah. they'll keep going up. But he because off and the offshore books and the over under will actually go down, which I never knew that before on the Super Bowl specifically, not on. As a bit of betting advice, I would say to anyone in Europe, I'm just telling you this: just the odds are very different, right. and um, you can make a lot of money. Everyone out there, you Compared. can make a lot of money looking at the odds because. There's a lot of companies that do not change things quickly, and I've worked with betting companies before or seen betting companies that fail to recognize when someone's hurt or something like that. So um, the great thing is there's a time zone difference. There's some good odds to be made here, right? and I've shared this before, but yeah. Okay. Do um, you want to go game, team, and then player, or how do you want to do it? Um, so I, I'll, let's talk about some of the earlier, like the easy bets that I sure. like to look at. Some of the easy bets. What do you got? I've already given one. I mean, obviously the first easy bets are always, if you're going to look at bets that are easy to do, uh, and you want to look at parlays, the 50-50s are always easy. Those are the ones with the coin toss, who gets to choose the first one. So you could do those ones. The 50-50s are easy because actually if you're looking at doing a parlay, and I'm doing this from a truly mathematical sense, if you're doing 50-50s, to do a parlay of like 10 parlays, and there's there's quite a few of these, and I'll put them up on our on our website, nflnlondon.com, um, to put a pound down on a bunch of 50-50 parlays, you could make up to 2,500 pounds right. on just, just the 50-50s uh, and, and making a simple valuation of that. I mean, some of the ones that I like to look at is, um, uh, so I'll talk one of the first ones that I like to look at. So my best, uh, one that I would look at best prop bet. Uh, both there's one that Bravada has on now. Both teams to score a field goal of 33 plus yards. Um, 43 yards. 33 plus yards, uh -huh. and that's only happened in 14 of 53 Super Bowls. Really? Yeah. And so the so odds are minus 120 on that one. So it's a very good odds. That's a nice. Both one. teams to make a field goal of 33 plus yards. So if that's only happened in 40. 44 or 14 of 53 Super Bowls. What I'm saying is, when you look at those sort of mathematical odds, that's a good bet to take. That is because good. you know that, you know, it's trying to find that sort of There's valuation. Value, right? The other valuation I look at, there's another one I saw, is uh, Kansas City and San Francisco to win by one to six points. It's, so each, each one of those, it's like plus three point, uh, plus 325 for Kansas City, plus 413 for San Francisco. All the Super Bowls have been close. So to take a bet like that, we just throw it's an extra little bit, and you go, look, if the game is between one to six points, either or, even if you put a tenner on each one of those, it's good valuation. Right. What, what have you got? You got to... Yeah, so one, uh, one of mine is um, just judging from what, again, if you feel like that the 49ers are going to come out and run the ball early and often, that's probably going to happen for the first half. Yeah. Uh, the, both teams make really good adjustments in the second half uh, on both sides of the ball. Yeah. So eventually that's probably, they're going to have to go. So a good one right now is um, there's a, you can get Jimmy G more pass yards second half at minus 125 yeah. right now, which uh, again, you're laying you know yeah. about 25 to win a buck, uh, yeah. which is not bad. So that's I feel like that's a good bet. I think Jimmy G is going to throw more in the second half unless it's just a total blowout the other exactly. way, which yeah. I, I don't see this game being a blowout. No. Uh, but, you know, who knows? So my, my best one, I would say, the best bet I would say is points scored in the second half versus first half. So in the past uh, 43 Super Bowls, it's been 22 10 and 1 in terms of points overscored in the second half versus first half. 
So the, it's minus 120 for this one. But the past 33 Super Bowls, they've scored more points in the, the second, second half than the first half. Yeah. This is an easy bet. It's an easy bet at minus 120. You put that in, even if you put some, you put that into a parlay, but the, it's always been the past Super Bowls. Everyone's feeling each other out. They're doing their trick plays. They're doing everything. The second half is the big point score. Right. Um, talking about half scoring, so my the bet that I'm probably going to make the biggest on is right now for the, so so we've all seen Kansas City has started very slow both yeah. both of their uh, games and they are this year statistically yeah. not a great first quarter yeah. first half team. Um, you can right now San Francisco I believe is favored by a half a point uh, in the first quarter of this game. And I th- and they are the better. Uh, excuse me, they are the better first quarter Man. team statistically over the whole year. They're actually Man. one of the best teams to score at the beginning of the game. So I feel like that sort of instead of betting the over under on the whole game, which yeah. I mean again, if you you just want to put a tenner just for fun Man. or whatever. But uh, for me, I feel like that's where I'm actually going to put my my probably my largest bet of the yeah. of the whole Super Bowl. So um, anyway, that's a good one to look at. I think also a good one I would look at if you're looking at like a good parlay to start is if San or say Kansas City gets the ball first is to they will be the first team to punt, they will be the first team um, to go three and zero and not get a first down, and to me that's actually a good bet because if the ball if Kansas City gets it and say you put a tenner on that you're actually looking you know I'm not I I'm talking all I ask here. But I would think if you do that as a three and zero, you're looking at probably an eight to one in terms of valuation of that. So that's a pretty good one. Um, the other thing I would look at in terms of, and, and you know, Chapman and I are going to wind this down soon because also, guys, if you want to join us, we're going to be in Long Acre. Long Acre is hey. in, uh, yeah, it's going to be in uh, Covent Garden and Leicester no Square. No dogs. No dogs, unfortunately. Our dogs are all like in sequestered in corners. Um, but you can bring a dog if he's ugly or she's ugly. Mostly he. Uh, pay for a ticket. Um, we'll be there in Leicester Square till till five a.m. Um, good beer, good food. Good beer, good food. Great football. Great football. Great TVs. We're gonna have a quiz at a time, a Super Bowl quiz. So if you come down, test your knowledge in terms of that. The one thing I will want to talk about just before we get there, and obviously get your tickets online. We've got them on NFLOnline.com. Find us on there. Also, we're working with Bet Regal. There'll be some bets up with DraftKings. We've got some DraftKings promotions going on and Fanatics. Uh, we've got some NFL gear. Get your deals on Fanatics. Let's talk about the Super Bowl MVP. Because, obviously, when you talk about the lines of the Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes, number one, Jimmy Garoppolo, number two. But what I'm thinking is, and this is, this, is a, this is a proxy bet. This is like a bet beyond it. What I'm saying is, Chris Jones, I believe, is like 125 to 1. D Ford is like uh, 6,600. 6, um, Tyron Matthews. Is sixty six hundred. If one of these guys has a pick six, hundred percent changes the game. That's 100%. it. Hundred percent. Right. I mean, I think. I mean, I love every year uh, betting um, some really long odds on, wow. on Super Bowl MVPs. It makes no sense to do Patrick Mahomes. It makes no sense to do Jimmy G. Uh, even I think Kelsey might be an interesting day. I think there was a little value yeah. on him. Well, even know. Richard Sherman at 3,300. But I like, so even Robbie Gould, so even Robbie Gould at 10,000, if Robbie Gould, it comes into a defensive game, if Robbie Gould hits six field goals and he wins the game 18 to 12, which would be a horrible Super Bowl, but Robbie Gould wins it. Was Edelman? Edelman was MVP last year, right? Uh, what was his odds? Uh, oh, he's he like, is, yeah. 
better, but I mean, I, I mean, mean, Kelsey is even plus. Six, I mean, so that's, I mean, that's not that's that's what what one to six, that's a one to sixteen odd like yeah sixteen yeah, so yeah that's a yeah so if you put five bucks on that that's like that's not a terrible or Marie most or two um, I think there's there's obviously the obvious people that you go for obviously if you look at it if Mahomes wins and he wins it well uh, it, Garoppolo to me is a it's a tougher one because. Garoppolo will have to have a performance of a lifetime to do it. It's going to be other people supporting. You know what I actually took? Um, a defensive player in, in, out of – a defensive player, it was 6-1. It was so that's what I'm saying is if we chose a defensive player, which I said – No, I took like a yeah. defense – like it doesn't matter which, yeah. which uh, one. Any defensive any player. Defensive any player defensive player winning MVP, I would think it was 6-1. to one on Okay. Well, that's a good odds. So we will look at that. Actually, Chapman just brought that up. We will look at that. On uh, Bet Regal and look at those odds. And uh, man, this has been a great, this has been a great podcast. It's been a great time. Uh, we've actually hit a long time talking about this, and we did a take a break for dogs, and the dogs are all fine now. Uh, as I like to say again, um, our love and, and and hugs out to Ryan Call and his family. And family yep. We miss him, and um, and he'll be back for the next season. Please come and join us at Long Acre and uh, come see us, and also continue to follow, subscribe. Lovely to have Chapman here, and uh, Thank you guys, for thanks me. a lot. It's a great season. Bowl. This is an amazing Super Bowl, uh, and the Patriots aren't in it, so let's celebrate that. hey Enjoy.